is good, guys. I don't know if you can hear, my voice is already cracking. We're about three seconds in. <laughs> uh, that was an incredible game. So, like I said, I went to this game. Holy shit. Incredible. Just straight up incredible. So, long story short, my girl and I, we get up at like two in the morning. I think she was up at like one thirty, and drive down to Seattle. It's like freezing outside. So we're trying to make sure that we don't spin out on the roads. Um, have a freak out a little bit with TSA because they close half the lines and then the machine breaks down. And so we're like, Oh my gosh, I hope we don't miss our flight. <laughs> And we get through it, everything is okay, and then we get to LA and end up at this beautiful little Airbnb in El Segundo. It's like a mile from the beach. Chilled, went down to the beach, walked around a bit, had a good time. We end up afterwards going over to one of the malls there in LA to get her some swag so she can wear something to the game. And we end up going to Lids. She gets a couple Niners hats. She ends up getting uh, Nick Bosa. I guess they do signatures now on the Lids hats, which I didn't even know about that. Her favorite player is Nick Bosa. So she got his signature um, embroidered on the side in gold. So it's this like dark gray Niner hat with the big logo on front. She's got the gold Nick Bosa signature on the side with 97. Looks freaking sick. And uh, then we end up going to the <clears throat> 49ers Rush Road Trip Party hosted by John Chapman. So got to hang out there. Awesome time. Uh, met Chapman, hung out with him. Met Crocker, talked with him. Uh, Wayne Breezy was there, talked to him a little bit. Uh, David Lombardi showed up randomly near the end. Uh, was doing shots with like Crocker and... Chapman and everyone, and it was an awesome time. I want to sign Debo Samuel jersey, so that was pretty sweet. Uh, just overall had an amazing time partying, and then the next morning, wake up, uh, go get some breakfast, do a little bit of relaxation before the game, go to the game, and we get there, and it was it was playoff atmosphere. It was we're walking up, and the crowds are just flooding in. And it's just a sea of like red and blue and you just, you hear the grills going from, from the uh, tailgating and you're walking in and it was just electric and the stadium at SoFi stadium is freaking crazy. And as we're, as we're approaching, I'm, I'm telling her like, Hey, don't be surprised if there's a lot of red around here. Cause we, we tend to take over this stadium and it did not disappoint. I think there was, I think there may have been more Niners fans than Rams fans. And I think you saw it on the TV. It was crazy. And when the game started, uh, it was like the first couple plays. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, holy crap, a good special teams play. A couple good plays on defense. We get him in third and long. And then he hits, I forget who it was. Either way, gets a first down, 
keeps going. And uh, they just start driving down the field. And I'm like, all right, well, hey, you know what? It's going to be a game. So they drive all the way down. Then we end up stopping them. And uh, end up stopping them. They end up kicking a field goal to go up by three. And I was like, all right, well, hey, you know what? That's not that bad. We held them to a field goal. I will take it. Uh, It was a little scary pregame because found out that Trent Williams wasn't going to be playing. Kwan Williams wasn't feeling well enough to play after COVID. Uh, The good news was we did get Mosley back. He was great in this game. And Ambry was off the COVID list. He was good. Uh, Tart ended up starting the game. So that was good. Jimmy Ward was good to go. Uh, Greenlaw was good to go. So we still we had some injuries. But most of our key guys on defense were on. And uh, at left tackle, I was a little surprised, but Colton McKivitz ended up starting at left tackle and playing the whole game. Apparently, he's had a couple, like a really good month or so of practice, Shanahan said. So he ended up getting the start. Um, but anyways, we all know this. It was not the game that we wanted. It was not. I mean, it ended up being the result that we wanted, but the beginning of the game was not what we wanted. And uh, it was crazy. We started out and again, you know, they drive down. Luckily, we end up holding them to a field goal. And then we end up punting it after uh, just getting a couple yards. And then, and it wasn't a very good punt. If I remember correctly, that first punt was the one they got returned. Uh, No, no, that that wasn't the big punt return. So anyways, um, yeah, so he just ends up getting a nine yards on that punt return. Then they drive down for a touchdown, and I was like, damn it, we're down by 10. This is not how you want to get started. So that happens. Uh, We get the ball back, and this is the one where Jimmy had the fumble sack, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, now I'm seriously concerned because Jimmy's fumbling. Is he having a thumb issue? This is when I started to get nervous, like legitimately nervous. I was like, Jimmy shouldn't be fumbling. He's not playing good. We're down by 10. This is not how you want to start. So that drive ends up going nowhere. And then when we punt it, um, whoever their returner is, Powell, he ends up getting a 31-yard return. And this is when Wisnowski ends up getting hurt. So, like, he ends up getting a 31-yard return. I don't even notice that Wisnowski ended up uh, getting hurt. He was in concussion protocol after that. It's just next thing I know, I see Robbie Gold like practicing, taking like punt snaps on the sideline. And I'm like, what the heck? Why is Robbie Gold out here? Where is Wisnowski? And I can't see Wisnowski anywhere. And I'm just looking at the sidelines, looking at the sidelines. And I'm like, oh crap, something happened to Wisnowski. So then they... Of course, they get the ball now. They're at their own 19-yard line, and they end up getting a quick touchdown. And then it's like, oh, shit. Now we're down by 17. This is definitely not how we want to start the game. And then... Then on the next drive, we end up getting the interception. So... I was really really frustrated and at this point uh i was i was tweeting out and i was like dude 
I am done with Jimmy. He's fumbling. We're down by 17. He just threw an interception. It was t- it looked terrible. After I will say, after re-watching the game, I'm not as mad about the interceptions. Just because he was taking a hit on both of them. And if you're getting hit, it's going to affect where the ball goes. So I'm not as mad at the interceptions uh, after re-watching the game. But either way, though, Jimmy throws an interception. It looked like he threw it directly into, like, triple coverage or something and totally missed his guy. But again, upon rewatch, he was, he was getting hit. Uh, so they have the ball. Luckily our defense comes up clutch. Uh, they don't get very many yards. I think they got like 13 total yards and, uh, they punt it to us. And then with 30 seconds left, and this was the point where I was like, fuck it. Just bench Jimmy, put Trey in. I'm done with it. I've seen a first half. We're down 17 to zero. Why is Jimmy coming out on the field? And uh, luckily we end up driving 61 yards down the field with 30 seconds to uh, kick a field goal and make it a two score game. So at least this way it was only two touchdowns and we were getting the ball back in the second half. So, you know, we, we had a pass by Jimmy to Ayuk, 19 yards, pass to Ayuk, eight yards, Pass to Hasty, picks up eight yards. Pass to Ayuk, 26 yards. Uh, incomplete field goal. Uh, or the incomplete is when he spiked the ball. So, yeah. And this was definitely a game that was the tale of two halves. In, in the first half of the game, we could not stop Cooper Cup to save our life. Uh, Matt Stafford was 15 of 16 in the first half. Uh, Jimmy was terrible. He had thrown an interception. He had fumbled. Um, our offensive line was getting beat and we weren't running the ball properly. It was just, it was bad. And I was sitting there. I I guess I was mostly actually standing, but (laughs) I'm just like standing and sitting and trying to watch this game. I'm like, Oh my gosh, is this how this season is going to end as we're down by 14 at halftime we're getting dominated. It seems like there's nothing that we can do. Uh, Jimmy's got a bad thumb. He's thrown a pick. He's fumbled. We're not running the ball. And I was like, dude, this is terrible. Like, we need Trey for the second half. We need Trey. We need Trey. We need to make some changes out there. We need to adjust to more just straight up like power running. Uh, we need to bench Jimmy. We need to start doubling like either bracketing uh, like doubling or bracketing cup or putting Jimmy Ward on him and that was all at halftime it was like dude I can't believe I flew down here to watch this team just fall apart at the end of the season and we're gonna miss the playoffs because I check it we're checking at halftime and it's like crap the Saints are you know beating the uh, the Saints are beating the Falcons it was at least a touchdown at that point I think they were up at like eight at that point when I checked I was like, this isn't looking good. And it was like all those just like negative emotions and just like crushing, like agony, defeat, all that kind of stuff. And then the second half happened and it just turned this game into the most incredible comeback and just like an instant classic. I I don't think any of us are going to forget this game for a while. Like this is a game where 
we needed to win this game. Just straight up needed it. Like, the Falcons lost big time. We had to win. Or else we were not going to the playoffs. And if we didn't go to the playoffs, it's like, dude, this is a waste of a season. And like all these, this negative spiral thought going on in my head is all happening. But the second half happens and clutch Jimmy shows up. Um, I, I honestly, I, I think Jimmy actually had a good game. Again, the two interceptions, like they looked really bad, but he was taking hits as they both happened. Um, the fumble, I think, was probably the worst thing because, I mean, if, you, if you're taking a hit while you're throwing and it messes up the trajectory of ball and you get picked off, like, that's, at least, it wasn't like Jimmy throws it directly to a defender while he's, while he's just standing there. You know, this was like he's getting pushed. He's getting hit, and it affects the ball. This wasn't just like dumb Jimmy interceptions upon rewatch. So I, I got to be nice to Jimmy. I got to be nice. And he ended up delivering in the clutch. Um, you know, he still ended up having like over 300 passing yards. Um, what is this stat line here? Let me bring this up real quick. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy was uh, 23 of 32. So I don't know the percentage on that, but pretty solid. And again, over 300 yards, 316 passing yards on 32 attempts. That's nearly 10 yards per attempt. You know, he ended up taking three sacks, which again, I didn't like that. He took those two sacks, especially those two, like back to back. Um, but shit, we sacked Stafford's five times and he threw two interceptions and Stafford only had 230 passing yards. So ultimately, uh, our playmakers showed up and they made plays and Jimmy, all, all Jimmy did this whole game was he just gutted it out and he just tried to get it to his guys and let his guys make plays and our guys made plays. So who, who deserves like the biggest shout out in terms of offense? It's difficult to give it to just one guy or two guys or three guys. Uh, it's legit like four guys. I mean, Ayuk had his first 100-yard game of his career. He got six passes. He was targeted. He was six passes of seven targets for 107 yards. It's like the quietest 100-yard game ever. But he was legit. That field goal drive to in the beginning of the or the end of the first half, like he was the majority of that. <clears throat> Juwan Jennings had six catches for 94 yards, two touchdowns. He was just breaking tackles and running over guys. And of course, Debo. Debo quarterback one, wide receiver one, running back one. He, What can't Debo do? Debo freaking 90-something receiving yards, 45 rushing yards, and a passing touchdown. I mean... Come on, Elijah Mitchell, another 85 rushing yards. I'm a little, a little bit bummed out that he didn't have a chance to hit a thousand yards. I think he needed like another 50, but dude, he ran so hard. It's like every time Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell gets the ball, as soon as he gets hit, he gets an extra like three or four yards. I think it was like 65 of his 85 yards were after contact. 
How many times do we see Elijah Mitchell get hit and then surge forward for an extra four to six yards? The kid is just incredible and such good vision. Um, our offensive line was pretty good. Our, our offensive tackles were obviously a weakness in this game where we have Colt McKibbitt starting at left tackle. I think this is the first time he's ever started at left tackle. Um, he might have played, I think he played left tackle in college maybe, but either way. So Colt McKibbitt's first start of the season. And then Tom Compton, who somehow ended up being good for us at right tackle. So we were running it up the middle. And Elijah Mitchell, like, there were so many runs where it was like five yards, eight yards, 12-yard run. And just just pounding the rock in the second half. It was so good. And, uh, yeah, just the run game. It was in the second half. I was just like, run the ball. Just run run the ball. And I, I loved that the first drive that they come out, they they literally, I, th- I think they ran the ball the entire drive. Um, but it was literally just like they lined up in I formation, you know, with juice and, you know, fullback and heavy formation. And they're just like, cool, we're going to run it. It was like run, run, 13-yard pass, and then, uh, oh, that's true. Jimmy had a 31-yard pass there, and then another run, and then a short pass, and then Debo Samuel ran it in for a touchdown. But I, I just, I love that we came out in heavy formation and just were like, we're going to run the ball. And then our defense showed up clutch. And holy crap, was our defense good this game. They shut it down in the second half. It sucks that they gave up 17 in the first half, but let's be honest, like that one of the touchdowns they gave up, that was just it's really hard to stop a team when you give them the ball at the 19-yard line. That was just bad special teams. Um but yeah, like yo, know, we score before the half, we come out, we score again, then we force a three and out. Like hell yeah, three and out. And then we go do another touchdown. And, dude, now it's tie game. We've tied the game up. This is awesome. I was so freaking pumped. It's like you start this game, we get in this huge hole, and then it's just like, oh my gosh, this is this is the end of the the end of the season. This is how it ends. And then next thing you know, it's the third quarter, and we're tied at seventeen. This is incredible. Um, yeah. So just so good. So good. Um, Mosley making a play on the next possession. Uh, after we tie it up, Stafford thries, tries to go deep. Manuel Mosley, first game back after missing like a month, picks him off. It was beautiful, too, the interception. The way he caught it, he caught it like a receiver catching an over-the-shoulder pass. He just kind of looked back, and it was right there, and just plucked it out of the air. It was glorious. So Mosley ends up picking off Stafford and then we get the ball. Unfortunately, we have a three and out. We punt, then they punt and then we drive all the way down and then we have the red zone interception with Jimmy. And I was like, ah, oh, you got to be kidding me. Um, but again, it was one of those plays where upon rewatch, I don't really like the decision throwing to Kittle in like triple coverage. Um, but at the same time, like he was taking a hit, he was throwing to his best player, his playmaker. He said, he said afterwards, he's like, I was just trying to get my playmakers the ball. And, uh, 
I mean, the interception by Ramsey was just, that's, you got to give credit to Ramsey. That was an incredible play. I mean, it hits Kittle, bounces off him, bounces way up in the air, and Ramsey ends up making a diving interception. Just crazy good play by him. Uh, then they drive all the way down for a touchdown, which really hurt. So now we're down again. Uh, we're down by seven, and then, you know, it's it's late. You know, we end up having basically a quick three and out. And then we luckily force, you know, it's like two minutes now. Like they score, and now there's two minutes left in the game. So we end up having to punt. They get the ball. Luckily, we hold them to a three and out. We just burn our three timeouts, and now we've got one minute left in the game to score. Uh, or a minute and a half. And again, clutch Jimmy shows up. Just 21-yard pass, 5-yard pass, 43-yard pass, incomplete pass, touchdown. Like, I really didn't, again, like, halfway through this game, the first half, I was done with Jimmy Garoppolo. I was like, bench him, we need Trey, all that. But Jimmy showed up in the end. He showed up, he was gritty as hell. He's out there with a freaking torn thumb, thumb ligament just throwing darts around the field, getting the ball to his playmakers and drives down with a minute and a half left on the clock to tie the game, to go into overtime after being down by 17, you were down 17 and now you're going into overtime. And then shout out Fred Warner heads. Good call. As always, we know he takes those seriously. <laughs> we get the ball. We drive down all the way down. We get within seven yards of a touchdown. Uh, can't quite punch it in. Luckily, we kill a bunch of the clock, get a field goal. Uh, so now L.A. has the ball. And I was like, well, the good news is they've only got two and a half minutes to try and score a touchdown to win. Um, and this was at the point where I was like, you know what? If we tie, we still go to the playoffs. I don't want to tie, but I want the I want the playoffs more. But again, our defense shows up and Ambry, Ambry Thomas, like congratulations. Congratulations Ambry Thomas on your first career interception to seal the game and send the 49ers to the playoffs. Like how how awesome is that? Remember, I what did I say? What did I say were the keys to the game? The keys to the game. I had two of them. Do you remember? Two. Run the ball. Oh my goodness, we ran the ball. It worked. I think we had uh, like a hundred and how much rushing yards did we have here? Let me see here. A hundred and thirty-five rushing yards. Hundred and thirty rushing yards. What was my what was my second key to the game? Pick off Stafford. I told you he's going to throw two to four. I said two to four interceptable passes. Put your sticky gloves on and catch him. And we caught him. Mosley comes off of injury, picks him off. Ambry comes up clutch. First career interception as a rookie to seal the game. That's how you win it, baby. That's how you win it. Ah, it was so good. Um, 
Yeah, the run game and just the defense, dude. Like, I I don't think that we give D'Amico Ryan's enough credit for how good of a job he's doing. Just the fact that he this is his first year as a defensive coordinator, rookie defensive coordinator, and we have we have a legit top ten defense. Um, I don't know the exact numbers, but I was looking at it and it was like our run defense is like top five in the NFL. Our pass, I think our run defense is like second or third in the NFL. Our pass defense is something around like seventh in the NFL. Despite the fact that we lost our best corner in the first game of the season, we've had a rotation at corner. We have a top five defense, top 10 defense. Like, Dude, D'Amico Ryans is, he's been clutch. He's been so good this year. Uh, Eric Armstead had himself a game, two and a half sacks. Uh, just awesome. And honestly, like the only weakness that we really had on defense, our run defense, we hold we held the Rams to like one yard per carry. Like one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. If you take away... Cooper Cup's one handoff that went for 18 yards, the the running game by their running backs, they were held to legit like about one yard per carry. I think throughout the game it was like 1.1 yards. Um, let's see here. So Sony Sony Michelle, uh, he had a two yard average on 21 carries, and Cam Akers had three yards on five carries, like. That's incredible. Our run defense was just destroying, destroying their their line. And so much of that was just our defensive line dominated. Our linebackers were fast. Like Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw, he made some not good decisions that ended up getting a couple penalties this game. But, you know, just... Either way, he hasn't played. He, he's, he's only played like two games this season because of injuries, but he made his presence known. I think he led the team in tackles. So shout out to Dre Greenlaw. <clears throat> um, Dante Johnson ended up starting at nickel, and that was like the one weakness that we had was uh, our, our nickel spot when Dante Johnson was there was just getting destroyed by Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup had a day. I mean, he was he caught seven, caught all seven of the balls thrown his way for 118 yards and a touchdown. Like Cooper Cup had himself a day, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Um, and uh, yeah, one of the other things I wrote down in here was um, Golden Juice. So we have to give huge credit to Robbie Gold for not only nailing all of his kicks, but also for punting. Robbie Gold was a better punter than our punter. <laughs> so I don't know how that works, but Robbie Gold, two punts, average 45. So that's that's awesome. And that's net. That's net average. Uh, Wishnowski was, you know, Robbie Gold, again, Robbie Gold, all of his kicks and two really good punts. So you got to give, I got to give mad props to Robbie Gold for just doing that. Uh, also, Juice for being the holder on kicks. Uh, again, what can't Juice do? You know, be a fullback, block, catch, carry, 
let's add punt holder um, or kick holder to Juice's uh, list of things that he can do. So just overall incredible game. Uh, we finished the season 10 and 7. We're going to the playoffs. We're going to play Dallas on Sunday. Um, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm still hyped. This was, it was, it was so cool to experience that in person. And just after the season that we've had, it feels so good. Just be like, after everything that we went through, all the highs, all the lows, all of the crazy frustrations, like we made it to the playoffs. We're in the tournament. We need to be celebrating. Like again, like I barely have a voice. You can probably hear how raspy I am just because of how crazy this game was. And we took over LA. We invaded. We took over. We took over their stadium. They they couldn't even get their play calls off. Stafford was saying that they were having trouble communicating, which is hilarious because it's supposed to be their stadium. But go figure. The Niners apparently uh the Niners own the Rams. I mean, we six in a row. Six in a row. We've beat them six games in a row. Jimmy G is undefeated against the Rams. Kyle Shanahan is Sean McVay's father. Debo Samuel and Dan Brunskill. They are Aaron Donald's father. <laughs> like, but all the memes. Just bring bring on the memes. Change SoFi to San Francisco South, you know, just br- bring it all on. It feels good. Same old sorry ass Rams. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was just an incredible, incredible game, incredible trip. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I could not have asked for anything better. It's just, that was an instant classic, like being down 17, and winning it to go to the playoffs like this this game is everybody everybody is saying this this game was just insane it was so cool uh yeah i mean just so cool i i hope that you enjoyed it half as much as i did because i feel bad for the people who are sitting next to us that left <laughs> They left when there was like a, like two minutes left. Uh, when we ended up punting to the Rams inside two minutes, and then people started leaving. Like I, I feel bad for them. Like, dude, do you realize what you just missed? <laughs> oh Jesus, crazy! All right. Um, I do want to bring on uh, my girlfriend Mara. So this was her first NFL game. Uh, so she is very lucky that she got to see such an incredible game. Uh, but I, I just figured I'd bring her on and yeah. What, what were your thoughts um, of the game? So I grew up being a uh, MLB baseball fan, and this is the first time that I've seriously been into football. All thanks to Brian, he's gotten me pretty much educated and understanding what's happening with the game. So he's calling out plays. He's calling out, you know, this is where this person's going to move. This is what they're going to do. Oh my gosh, this was a blitz. And I'm going, okay, that's cool. But for the first time, I actually got to see a game live in person and seeing the players move on the field. It is way different to watching it on the screen. 
basically I turned and I said, okay, I get it. I can totally understand <laughs> now why we go to the stadiums and we, we watch games live, especially at SoFi. I, I, I have to give the Rams props because their stadium, gorgeous, beautiful. The Infinity, I think they call it. I don't know, the SoFi Stadium. but Oh, the, the like circular t- television thing that, that hovers over the field? The amount of pixels in this freaking screen. I, <laughs> I had to pull the brim of my hat down so I could focus on the field because it was so distracting. But it really gets you into the game. Um, so yeah. what, what were... I remember you saying when we were like walking up to the stadium and you saw like the crowds of fans funneling in. Like, Holy what was that shit. like? <laughs> um, so I, I deal with like anxiety and things like that. And I was kind of struggling because there were so many people. But watching all the pre gaming, uh, the tailgating, uh, everybody that was hollering, screaming, drinking, food. Oh my God, the smells of the food everywhere. The amount of cars, people just. It was very overwhelming, exciting. Um, and then I think Brian mentioned that we went to a uh, pregame party beforehand on Saturday night. That was fun. I have never been around such passionate fans as these guys. And we pretty much overtook the uh, the Baja Sharkies, the bar that we were at. Overtook the whole upstairs um, even overtook some of the downstairs to when we were starting the trivia, we had to pause everything, get everybody upstairs. The room was crowded. It was so loud. But seeing the amount of Niners family and I don't know what to say other than this was an incredible experience. If you get the chance to bring a family, friend member, anybody like that, just bring them. Let them live through this because I'm so grateful I went. And what was it like when you were at the game and you were seeing it like fall apart and then the comeback happen? Oh, I have never been through such an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, okay, so sitting on the couch and watching a game is one thing, but being there in person and you're trying your best to focus and yet not get overwhelmed emotionally. And you're like feeling the noise like permeate your body. Holy crap. Uh, You're feeling the the bass vibrato just shake you to your core. And then when the the fans are cheering and jeering. Oh my goodness. Cause some people would get, you know, pretty passionate about it and they'd be all up in your face. And <laughs> all right. So I'm, I'm a very quiet fan unless there's a play being made, then I get loud and vocal, but I'm not one of those brash in your face kind of ha ha F you. Uh, that's, that's not my way. So there was, there was a couple of those on both sides that were right both in sides. front of us. Both sides for <laughs> sure. And <laughs> uh, with this being my first game, I, Kind of kept looking over at Brian like, so should I be cheering now or should I be jeering? I, I don't understand. Um, but no, it's uh, life altering, I feel, is a good way to say it. Um, the game itself, emotional roller coaster, watching Jimmy, watching the men running around and pulling the plays that they were and the heartbreaks and the excitement and there were moments that I didn't even know what happened. I just jumped out of my seat to start cheering because, oh my God, did that just fucking happen? Ah! That kind of thing. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, I think I was like crying a little bit after the game in joy. He was. <laughs> I oh. was like, I'm not crying. I'm just so happy. We won the game. We're going to the playoffs. No, I mean, yeah, you, you turned to me and you said, I think I'm going to cry. And I went, go ahead. I mean, I, I, I felt emotional at the time. And I have only been a 49ers fan for the last, what, year and a half, two years? Yeah. Yeah, because 
you know, when we first started dating and he says, oh, I'm a Niners fan, I'm going, all right, that's cool. I, I don't know what to take of that. <laughs> Yeah, she she didn't know what she was getting into. I did not. I did not realize that when I agreed to this two years ago, this would be our life. Um, I'm okay with it though. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with being faithful to the bay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was. Uh, yeah. Again, just craziest, most incredible game slash weekend. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so cool all right if you could see us right now we're both just sitting here looking off into the distance going whoa just shaking our heads yeah we're still taking it all in (laughs) it was a good time yeah it was it was awesome i gotta say uh, too i mean the 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 rams they put up a good game for us it was challenging on both sides because i know the niners fought the rams fought it was a tough game for both parties yeah and that's a good Rams team. I mean, twelve and five. They're they they won the West, so they they clinched the division. Um, so I think they're like the four seed. So yeah, they're. I mean, they won the division. They're a really good team. So they the are. fact that we beat them after being down seventeen was just. Yeah, I I didn't think we'd be able to do it, and that was the other crazy thing is Sean McVay, the Rams quarterback. 45 and 0 as a head coach when leading at halftime. Undefeated until yesterday. <laughs> First time he's ever led at halftime and lost a game. So Boy, that hurts. Yeah, that just that shows you like you know the the Niners are owners of the Rams. <laughs> uh, yeah, anything else? Uh, just Thoughts, experiences, what it was like seeing them live in person. Holy freaking wow! I'd go again yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah, I mean, absolutely. We we had uh, other people uh, again. You see Niners fans all over LA. I it was <laughs> nonstop, just everywhere. Yeah, it was like uh, like after the game, we're we're going to get something to eat, and people are like Niners fans. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. And then we're getting coffee this morning before our flight, and. Oh, dude, you're Niners fans. That was a crazy game. And then going through the airport and I'm like giving the nod to other people. They got their (laughs) hat on. We're nodding each other. We're like fist pumping. It was, it was so cool. It was like we took, we took over LA. It was, it was so cool. I I cannot wait to go to a home game to see what it's like at home. Yeah. Because this. We're going to do that next year. Well, yeah. I mean, this definitely felt like a home game because. Of the amount. It was so crazy. There was so much red. There was like so more much. red than blue. It was nuts. Insane. And then especially especially in OT when, oh, man, when we finally won the game, the amount of blue that just flooded out of the stadium and red that was staying behind just cheering. Yeah. The stadium was so loud. It was awesome. Deafening. <sighs> yeah. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I cheered a little louder than hers. So that's why sh- her voice doesn't sound like death like mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess any other thoughts? I think I'm ready to about sign off here. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess kind of just going out to the listeners of this podcast of if you have somebody that you want them to get interested in it, show them this game, explain to them like what happened, the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, the turnaround, especially the heartbreak from being down 17 nothing to coming back and finally taking it. Uh, it was the perfect comeback story. If if this could have been a Hollywood movie, this probably would have been it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Hollywood's jealous because we beat their own team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Clint Eastwood over here. (laughs) Sure feels like it. I'm going to go into work tomorrow and be like, I don't know the road. I went to a game. (laughs) But no, it was incredible. I cannot wait to go again. I'm stoked. Just over the moon. Yep, and now we get a now we get to go play in Dallas. So, uh, yeah, won't be going to that game. I think we no, we blew no. we blew our wad. We spent a lot of money, <laughs> but it was worth it. It was worth it. It was it was an, an it was an expensive trip for us, but it was so worth it. Yeah, I think uh, on our way uh, on the airplane or like when we were at the airport getting ready to fly back, I was watching the Haberman and Middlecoff, and I guess. Uh, I think it was Middlecoff who went to the game and he was like, this is one of those games where you go and you remember this game for life Dude. and you will never, ever care about how much you spent on tickets. No. <laughs> and 100%, I do not care at all how 100%. much money we spent on this trip. It was 10,000% worth it. Totally. Even if it was like $1,000 or whatever, like it was... And this I'm, this was a thousand dollar weekend, hands down. And I'm the budget money person, so of course I'm thinking about that the whole time. Like, ooh, that Uber trip. I don't know, babe. Can yeah, we afford this? But no, it was so worth it. Yep, time to pinch some pennies. We can do that. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, hey guys, I appreciate all of you listening. Like, comment, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. I appreciate all of you. Uh, oh, something else is cool. I got a little email notification today saying I've officially hit a thousand downloads. What? So it only took me, uh, I think I technically started this last April pre-draft. So nine months, I guess, to get to a thousand. So I'll take it. So here's to the next thousand and yeah. we're going to Dallas. It's time to beat the Cowboys. And as always, go Niners. Go Niners.